0: All right, we're back with episode eight of the Saran Wrap podcast. I have uh, my guest here, none other than the Rockin' Moroccan, also known as Zuhair Zimraki, also known as the last of the Dothraki from Game of Thrones. Uh, Zuhair, pleasure up, to have Jason? you, buddy.
1: Finally, uh, finally made some time for it.
0: So yeah, let's get right into it. Me and Z, I call him Z. A lot of people call him Z. have known each other for about, I want to say like three years now. A couple of years ago became best but well, we actually since. known each other before that but only through online making fun of each other on Instagram. <laughs> yeah so weird story we had like a, a weird amount of mutual friends and like I guess like we kind of knew we were gonna become friends so anytime we would post pictures we would just like roast each other without we didn't even like meet each other at first uh, I think this went on for like an entire year a little bit more than a year, almost two years. Until we finally met. And came then face we finally met. <laughs>
1: and it was at the gym, right? Yep. And I was we like, We finally met at the gym. We are like, You're that you're kid that. that always comments
0: on my photos, right? And you're like, Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was a little, a little intimidated. Yeah, but, but every, ever since then, we've been on quite some journey together. Um, and now we're on. That's to say the least. That's to say the that's least. That's to say the least. We had that's a bunch right. of journeys.
1: Many oh my journeys. god, yeah, I don't know if we're going to talk about all of them. That's, but, off, the uh, yeah. That's off the record. Yeah, off the a little bit. <laughs> uh, Come see us in person if you guys want to hear this story. <laughs> well, we'll get into
0: some stuff briefly, but yeah. nothing too crazy. Yeah. So, before we get started, I want to say I met Z kind of like when I was in, a, I wouldn't say like a bad time in my life, but I was kind of, I guess it was kind of rougher for me because I was transitioning out of school. And I, I didn't quite realize what my purpose was or what I really wanted to do with my life. So I, I felt like I always had like a, a very negative outlook on life. Then I met Z, who was the exact opposite. And now you guys see me. You know, I'm the exact opposite of a negative person. I try to be as positive as possible. But it all really started with this guy. When I met him, his energy, his personality, his uh, his willingness to just be open and just do as many things as possible really rubbed off on me as we kind of spent you know quite some time together going oh, yeah. through a. Belmar <laughs> and other types of activities but it's it's because of you honestly I think I, I really am the way I am now you play a major key in that so thank you no, for I that buddy.
1: That. No of course no that's definitely um definitely goes both ways as well just because a lot of people don't realize like when you meet somebody with the same personality that you have that's when you actually spark that like that I don't know that openness in your heart or like just the way you are actually comes out you know but you yeah. need to meet somebody to bring that out of you and like same thing happened when I met you I didn't have anybody that that was like that of course I had my best friends but you know their personalities were not the same as mine yeah so after meeting you we kind of just connected and, and you know we just unlocked some kind of <laughs> you know power between us. I felt like as soon as we met like we matched each other's exactly. energy and then yeah. that just like went
0: outwardly right 100% and it, it kind of uh it created like a phenomenon yeah. you know
1: like a lot of people like started wanting to you know hang out with us and become buddy buddy which is cool a lot of people started wanting us to take a lot of videos, a lot of stuff that we were doing. It would just be hanging out, completely random moments we would put up on Instagram and we'd have so many replies just people dying laughing at the kind of stuff that we do and it's just a normal thing for us. Yeah, that's when people started <laughs> messaging me like a lot. Like yeah. I
0: felt like I felt like I was almost like a micro celebrity once we started like hanging out.
1: Yeah.
0: 100% just from like the antics we did. 100%. Um you know, that's that's one thing I admire about you and I'm really glad that it rubbed off on me and now I feel like we are almost brought together, so we can share these gifts with the world. 100%. Right, and I, I feel like that's that's a huge reason why people like fuck like mess with us so much, and you know want to be our friends and want to go out with us because, you know, I think we just bring a certain energy that people are attracted to. That's contagious. It, yeah, it's, it's contagious. Contagious.
1: And it might be lacking in their lives too. Right. So. 100%. I mean, I remember when we worked together at Orange Theory. I'm sure a lot of you guys know, but um. That was probably one of the best jobs I've ever had. That was phenomenal. I mean, we were there. Almost, we would be going out in Belmar until 2 a.m., get back to his house, maybe, like, shower, eat. And then we had to work at 4.30 in the morning. That was the, I don't know how I put myself through that.
0: Like, we would go out and this all is night. On a weekly weekly basis. Every so. single weekend, we would go out. And then I would work at 5 a.m. So I had to wake up at, like, 4.30. But it was, like, an Uber from, like, 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. back to Oldbridge. So you get an hour of sleep and then i have to go coach classes and act
1: like a regular person (laughs) if you were to say that about any other job it would have been impossible but just the fact that we were there together and we were just kind of acting like ourselves to the rest of the clients and everybody that was working there it made everything so much better and it just made it so much more manageable and like doable and that's why we were able to sustain it for a whole summer almost i think that goes with really
0: anything (laughs) in life like if you could do something with your best friends all the time like yeah. it's going to become so much
1: more enjoyable hundred, more it doesn't fulfilling. feel like work it yeah. never would never feel like work after that if you're just doing whatever you do on a regular basis already with the same people that you do it with already and you're just there enjoying your life or, even like I small minuscule things like even like driving here is so much more fun because oh, i had yeah. you right but if i was just doing this by myself i'd be so bored right 100 percent. but again it goes into kind of the uh the personality that you unlock in each other And by the way, we're like at a public place, so we might be kicked out at any moment. Yeah, it's really (laughs) weird. There's just people passing by and they're probably like wondering
0: what's going on right now. Yeah. Okay. One trait that I feel like we both have is that no matter, uh, you know, what we're doing, what we're going through, we we manage to have a positive outlook in life. uh, I'll talk about that a little bit. I'm sure a lot of people
1: know where that already stems from with me, but where does that come from with you? I mean, having a positive outlook, I feel, is so important. Just because if, if you've been through so much, that you've seen the mo- some of the most negative things in your life and you can smile through it and kind of get through it. It just doesn't make it seem as bad anymore. I mean, it, every single situation is exactly how you look at it. If you're looking at a problem, you're thinking negatives the entire time if you're just thinking problems the entire you're time. You're going to attract more negative. You're just going to attract more negativity and you're not going to get yourself out of that mess just it's, because... It's almost like you're subconsciously looking for more negative things to add on to it. Absolutely, and you're just looking at the worst-case scenario at all times and it just stresses you out so much more. You can't think clearly. You can't think positively. You can't... Get yourself out of that mess whatsoever and it just like you said attracts so much more negativity for you going forward but if you have a positive outlook while you're going through the problem and you see the opportunity in that problem and you see how you can turn that potentially into a more positive thing it's so much more it's so much more it's easier to get out of it's much easier to kind of find your way out of it it's much easier to kind of learn a lesson take that forward and prevent that same problem from happening or any other kind of problem from happening Um, and it just helps you think critically and think of Ways to get yourself out of certain scenarios. I mean, I think we do that a lot better now, just because we kind of both ran businesses, so it's it's easy for us to come up with or run into problems literally on a daily basis. Whenever you're running a business, it's never business a smooth day. It's never smooth. Like one it's day like is being never, a fireman, you're constantly putting out fires. Right. There's never two days that are exactly the same. You'll wake up today this morning having a plan to do A, B, and C, but you have to take care of you know X, Y, and Z. Anything that pops instead. up. Right. So the entire time you're just kind of problem solving. But if you have a negative mindset when it comes to that in business, you're done before you even start. If you think negatively about any situation in business at all, you're already finished before you even begin. Yeah. So it's so important to have that positive mindset. And if you don't have that, you know, coming in, it's going to be very difficult to be successful. I think that ties into
0: like a lot of people talk about like manifesting uh, your dreams or things you want out of life. But if you look at you lo- really look at the science behind it, it's not just like people are are like ambiguously saying these things and trying to like act a certain way to look cool on social media but if you look at the actual details and science behind it if you're always thinking positively your subconscious is just working for you right, right? and you, you might not be open to opportunities that you think that you would uh you would normally see if you were always thinking negatively you might be closed but if you have an open outlook on life there's so many there's so many problems or struggles or adversities you can look at and see different opportunities
1: to stem and learn and grow from them and they might take you down different paths one of the things I heard is that there's always a million different reasons not to do anything. Anything in life, there's always a million reasons not to do it. If you can find that one reason to do it, and you stick to that one reason and that one reason only, so you're, you have tunnel vision towards that one sole purpose, It's kind of end, or moving with the end result in mind the whole entire time, you're thinking positively and you know you can attain it, that's the only way it's going to happen. If you're just constantly thinking about the stuff that can go wrong all the time,
0: It'll never happen.
1: So maintaining that positive mindset while kind of moving forward, knowing that you will accomplish this one thing that you've been working so hard for, and you're still going to work hard until you accomplish it. That's the only real way to actually seek out the opportunities and know when they're coming at you.
0: I think it really comes down to having, yeah, like like you said, like a sole purpose in life. If you don't have a purpose, you're just aimlessly wandering from A to B, and, and you wake up every day and you're just floating around, and even the most minuscule things can bother you. But right. I think something that we both share is well for me my i feel like my purpose now is just to help and inspire as many people as i can and e- even if it's on a small scale like even now i have like you know once I, I started doing this i had like one or two people messaging me like hey man like thank you thank you for making this like you're, you're a very positive guy and like i want to talk to you about certain right. things that means the world to me and i feel very fulfilled of course um, but i i feel like before that before i realized and had like a clear idea of what i wanted to do I was just aimlessly wandering around, and I, I would get angry at things that didn't matter at all. Mm. But now, now I'm so, I'm so tunnel vision to just, you know, creating content and creating brands and just reaching, creating my platform so I can talk to people. Right. Then the more people that see me, uh, that's going to give me a better chance of fulfilling my purpose, right? Absolutely. So, anything that is lesser than that doesn't bother me at all. Right. I could get into a fucking car accident right now. Knock on wood. <laughs> um. But, you know if I'm okay and my car's totaled so be it right I still have the opportunity 100%. to still fulfill my purpose exactly. so it, it doesn't really matter to me right and um, you know I think that you share that as well I'm not sure what your your uh, sole purpose is or what you define that as no definitely. but like me and you are just so tunnel vision right. then everything really just bounces off of us mm-hmm. you know and I, I really I'm really starting to feel like I'm attracting the best things into my life and I really believe that the things that are meant to you will come to you. Because I, I felt like I had this intuition from a young age that I was always destined for something more or destined for greatness. And I think most great people in this world have that same Absolutely. intuition put into them. Sure. But it's up to you to discover what that is. And I think the things that are meant to find you will find you, and it's up to you to act on that. Right. And now that I'm starting to see this, I'm starting to act on it, and I'm like, hey, you know, one day I just woke up and I was like, I should make a podcast. And now here we are, eight episodes deep. Yeah. It's, doing, it's doing, doing really Decently well. well of course you know no, definitely and um that's what i want to continue to do like my end goal is just to have i don't care if I'm like i'm in a movie or if i'm on television or right. i'm big on youtube or something as long as i have a platform and people are listening to me and i'm making a positive
1: impact on on the world then you're yeah. in the right path yeah that's that's really that's really what i feel like my life path is of course no that's, def- that's definitely very important you're right one, one of the things that they that you learn in business is that to be a successful company just like any other successful company out there amazon apple so on and so forth they're not focused on the what. They're not, they're not focused on the actual product itself. They're focused on the why they're starting right. that company or that brand or whatever the case is. If your why, for for example, for Apple, is to innovate the way that we see technology, which that's exactly what they've done. If they were just thinking about the product the entire time, they would've stuck with that iPhone, never made Apple Watches, never made anything around it. They would've exactly. just stuck with that one. Your product. why is what keeps you evolving, and pushing right. you forward. So it propels you forward when you have a reason to do something. So helping people, for example, if, you would have never saw that purpose in the long run. You would have just stuck with Alva or you would have just stuck with the first business that you started. However, you still branched out and found different opportunities to reach people, to reach your end result of the why. So I feel when you have that reason to be alive or that reason to, that you feel like you're put on certain path almost like do, a roadmap. Right, then all, all you have to do after that is just clear up the clutter that's kind of in your way so you can get there. And you know, once you have that reason in your mind and you're kind of propelled forward to accomplish that one thing, it becomes so much easier to think positively, to not let other things bother you, just because you know you have a sole purpose in life and you're working your way up there. So as you're climbing up that ladder, nothing else happens, like you said. if, if God forbid you get into an accident and total your car. My car was totaled a couple months ago. I didn't care whatsoever. It was flooded from the rain. You cared for like, like a day. <laughs> for maybe a day and then it brushed it off. It was completely fine. A bunch of things would happen completely fine because I know there's that one purpose that I'm trying to accomplish. And me dwelling on these negative things that happened in my life are just not going to get me there. I think it's so funny how
0: if you look at me and you in this situation last year, like last summer, it is a night and day difference. 100%. Because we would care about the, the most minuscule and smallest of problems that it didn't really matter in the end. Right. Like, who, who cares? Like, somebody pisses you off, someone tries to get into a fight with you at a <laughs> bar, which probably happened... <laughs> couple more times. times than it should yeah but like uh, like it, it doesn't matter like, no why should no. why should that be on your mind right all the time or right you
1: and know you know what, what? I mean? that, that's a big difference too i mean from every situation that we've ever keep been talking. in check yeah go ahead
0: you keep going
1: yeah. yeah but any situation that we were ever in where it got confrontational we always walked away from i mean we never stuck around to find out what happens or actually got into a fight or anything like that right even though we both fight and (laughs) probably we should be able to that's how you know like we have it under control as martial artists exactly so we would never get into a situation like that put ourselves in a situation where we're considered for something like that so it's just better to walk away and just you know kind of let that all all that stuff bounce out yeah man so yeah i love that (laughs) what's next
0: I don't want this to be like too scripted, but no, no. I felt like in my previous podcast, I was kind of getting a little off topic with things I wanted to talk about, so we wrote down a few. So it's not, it's not really
1: scripted. We're still. If if we were to go off on a tangent, we would be talking about aliens by now. A little <laughs> more than five minutes, we would be nah, in a like, whole we, different topic. If We filmed this like an hour ago. We be talking about some <laughs> weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's why we need to stay structured and kind of have an outline. Let's talk about. Let's talk about some fun. All right, let's talk about. Oh, man, uh, let's talk about last summer.
0: Last as much as we crazy. can discuss. Yeah, by the way, as much as we can elaborate. Um, <laughs> last summer, we kind of just, we had a, I don't even know how to explain it or put it into words. There's yeah. just so many things that happened. I, I'm not even going to say last summer. There's so many experiences that we've shared together when we're together. It's just kind of crazy. I think there's this weird phenomenon that goes around that when me and Z are together, it just kind of amplifies <laughs> the attraction girls have to us. I'm not trying to sound like a conceited or... Uh, you know, like self-centered douche. But like we've, I don't know, man. It's just something about. Us I don't, I don't know if it's just girls, though. It's, it's guys, guys too. It's all-
1: <laughs> It's it's guys too, man. Yeah. I mean, it just attracts so much attention when because, like I said, whenever we're together, it's it's just you can just see the the fun radiating off our entire group whenever yeah. we're we're hanging out. Yeah. Whether it be just hanging out at the beach having. A drink or, or going into the water whatever the case is or we're out at a club somewhere having fun it we always attract a circle of people yeah that will always come up and talk to us It'd be random people we could be walking down the street same exact thing. there
0: was a period of time like when me and you were like hanging out a lot and every time i would go to the gym they'd be like yo where's your brother i'm like yeah. my brother lives <laughs> in edgewater what do you mean like, no, 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 yeah your brother you're always with him i was like z <laughs> yeah,
1: even when we were working at orange theory Oh, pretty people much all would the mistake clients, us yeah would call me jason or call him Dude, that's nuts. And it was the same exact thing and Whatever we, <laughs> we we can even be like next to each other yeah. and like they would still get our names wrong <laughs> it's nuts. if you look closely we don't look like each other but from a distance from kind a of. distance maybe yeah yeah in the white eye <laughs> we're the same shade so we have to be the same person <laughs> exactly but, uh, yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I see that a lot. And also, when when I would come down to Old Bridge or, or you know Rutgers or somewhere, oh, that yeah, you yeah. went, and everybody would already know me. I think I went to into my friend's birthday um, dinner, and it was his friends that went to Rutgers that I've never met before. As soon as I walk in, oh, it's the Rock in you know, and <laughs> Instagram. Literally never and met. Everybody never met these people before.
0: Everybody noticed me. Dude, I feel like we're kind of like destined to like become famous. <laughs> Maybe. I don't even know
1: if I want to be famous though. <laughs> Yeah, I was think, we were thinking about that the other day. I, I, we were talking about Joe Rogan, um, of all people. Dude, like, being and famous is, like, a glitch. And it is. It's a glitch 100%. in reality. Because imagine imagine somebody like that's life. I mean, a, a famous person. It Take, sucks. What are the most famous people. Like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You can't... Not a person that I know can see Dwayne The Rock Johnson and just think it's a regular person. No. You would know 100% his Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's just the most, like, like distinct person on yeah, Earth. So... Where can he go where he can get some privacy? Besides his own home and his and gym maybe that he brings that, everywhere, <laughs> his little tent. But uh, yeah, where can he go in public? He can't enjoy a cup of coffee at Starbucks, for example. He can't. And you're under. You're literally under a microscope to the public. One hundred Everything can't do you anything.
0: do, you have to like. You have to make certain that it's the best thing you can do, and it's the best thing for everyone
1: around you. Otherwise, you're just gonna be ridiculed on the biggest scale. Possible. And it's not even their fault most of the time. I mean they they might say some stuff but how much how much stuff did, did we say that we don't believe i mean we would just crack jokes all the time not necessarily believing yeah, them however if we had a bullshit. camera on us and somebody puts that virally and we were famous to to some extent it would make headlines it would oh my god it would crush the entire yeah, career of a person i don't know
0: if i want to be famous but no. i feel like in order to achieve or like create the platform i want i kind of
1: have, to, have be. to be right to reach as many people as you want yeah it's, it's the only real way but I mean I think it's gonna die out this cancel culture this um, whole like all everybody being politically correct and only saying the right thing I hope and the right it does. Thing only it will die out just it. because now those people that are calling people out are being called out as well if it's so it's sense. like so,
0: it just shows that if you're like so one-sided about uh, any type of topic like you can't think for yourself you're sheep right I mean you can believe in one thing but that doesn't mean you're left or right you can have so many different views on life, but just because you agree with a certain aspect of a topic doesn't mean you're,
1: you know, you're completely left. Everybody's classifying people now. So if you believe A, you also believe A, B, C, D, and E, and then if you believe this other thing, then you believe all these other things. It doesn't make which doesn't any make any sense, any sense whatsoever. It doesn't because make any sense. If you gather a group of people, and you ask them a questionnaire, a real questionnaire, what do you care about? You know, what do you care about in your life right now? It would all be different. Well, not necessarily. I think it would all be the same. I mean, what do we care about? We care about the environment, we wanna live. Uh, We care about, you know, not being in debt. We care about not having $300,000 worth of student loans by the time you're 19. Well, I feel like on the most
0: human level, yeah, you care about not being in debt. Yeah, you care about, you know, making a living for your family. But outside of like the generalities of providing for your family and like, being able to survive. Well of course. That's absolutely a huge different spectrum. And right. I think that's that's really the core of what people argue about. Right. When really we should all come together and agree that yeah, we should provide for our families, we should find a way where we can all be, have an adequate amount of money to support and have a nice lifestyle. But no, we're we're out here arguing about fucking thirty six different genders. Exactly. Like, yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't make, make any sense. sense.
1: I mean like I said, if you did gather a group of people and you take the major issues that are facing the country or anywhere right now, society in general, everybody has a good heart. Most people have a good heart. They, they want the right thing to happen. They don't want homeless homelessness in the street. They don't want people to, you know, do something to their leg or their arm and not be able to afford medical care so they end up dying or right. getting a serious disease. From but them. at Nobody the same time, that.
0: there's only so many people that take action about these things.
1: Right, 100%. And, you know... I mean, unfortunately now, if you classify yourself as either right, left, or whatever you classify yourself, and if that particular group does not believe in that, then you can't believe in it either. It's just a default. I mean, I don't understand that. I don't understand why. You can't That's why I loosely follow politics. Right. I don't follow politics whatsoever. I don't like watching the news right. either because I feel like it's just brainwashing me to think a certain way. Well, it is 100 percent, because now they're all politically backed, and they're all just achieving they have an underlying their underlying agenda. They're all just trying to achieve their agendas and trying to manipulate the public mind, and now every single time you see one story it's broken up into two where it's one side versus the other and it's either you believe a or you believe B yeah it's, it's always it's always the good versus evil perspective. Right. you never have the real story just tell me the facts but you can't follow the news anymore because of that stuff but I mean it's the world we live in hopefully it changes hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can make a change yeah but anyways back to our uh, our lives so, how do you manage your work-life balance? Are you interviewing me now? Because, yeah.
0: Keep going, keep going. got eight minutes on here on the memory card. I love the backdrop for this.
1: Well, yes, yeah, so you're like one of the busiest people I know, and yet try to have fun every single moment you can. How do you manage I feel like people things? look
0: at that as like, what the fuck is... Ha- I'm sorry, Mom, I told you I would stop cursing. <laughs> what the heck is happening? Like, he... I mean, I, yeah, I I work a pretty decent amount of hours because I bounce around from different things at Personal Train. I run Brandswagon. So Brandswagon's a digital agency. So I basically work for myself, but I also have to run the business. So it's like two different sides, right? So I'm constantly contacting leads, looking for new clients, but I'm also like giving these clients the services as well. Then I also have Alva Fitness, which is a clothing apparel company, which I run, design for, and manage that as well. So I'm a little busy. I try to have a social life and go to the gym sometimes as well. but, yeah, I think, it, I think as I'm progressing as an entrepreneur and as I'm going through different experiences and finding out what I really like to do, I'm starting to learn how to break down. Um, for me, I, I think it's really finding the line between doing busy work and being productive. Right. Right. So, like, I feel like a lot of the time you want to feel like you have to be doing something at all times to feel busy, but busy work can be like micromanaged into like blocks of time. Right. And it, it is important to get done but it shouldn't be your meaningful work. Right. For me, I like to have meaningful work. So what that means for me is either making, uh, you know, if I'm working with a client with Brandswagon, I wanna give them a solution that's gonna improve their business. I want them to convert more leads to sales. That's meaningful work. But I also have to schedule my appointments, send out emails, do my day-to-day tasks right. to feel like I'm being productive. Because as an entrepreneur, you always wanna feel like you're doing something. If you don't feel like you're doing something, you, feel, you have like a void and you almost feel like meaningless, which is kind of crappy to say. But I'm starting to find the line where, like, okay, I don't really need to do that much busy work today because I took care of it. It gives me more time. Maybe I can devote less hours to meaningful work because it's not going to take me that long. But I'm starting to understand, like, there's so much more value on meaningful work as opposed to just uh, feeling busy. Right. Right. So I'm actually being productive and uh, I'm actually making my business grow with less time. Right. So I'm finding that balance in between what I need to do with all my businesses and I also make it a priority for myself to always unplug. And do something for myself. Whether I feel overwhelmed, I'll, I'll, you know, will turn my phone off. I'll go for a run at like Home Del Park, or I'll go for a hike, or something. Or if I want to go out and like, you know turn up with my friends, like that's mm. something I do you pretty frequently. Yeah. But it's like, it's almost like a release for me because throughout the week I'm either I'm playing different roles, right? So I'm a personal trainer. I always have to be happy at my gym, you know, which I am most of the time. Um, you know, I have to be a people person, but when I come home, I'm like, I, I'm kind of drained from being around all these people. I want to just be to myself, right? right? About- but at the same time, I have to get all this work done, and I have to have one-on-one conversations with my clients, stuff like that. So for me, going out kind of like a release where I can, you know, remove myself uh, from how I am at the gym, or if I'm at home, or I'm on the phone all the time. It's nice for me to just like, you know, like act dumb. And, right just have a good time thing. And, you know yeah so absolutely. i it's, it's almost it's yin and yang for me like i i need that part of my life if i wasn't having fun every weekend or you know doing something for myself everything else would suffer right you know, do you feel similar no, way
1: 100 percent. you said it right you nailed it right in the head i mean finding the, the line between being busy and being productive yeah. is so big i mean if you've been do- running a business for as long as we have that kind of happens automatically. Like I said, as soon as you wake up in the morning, you have a list of things to get done, and your brain automatically organizes them uh, according to priority. What's the highest priority that you have to get done on a grand scheme, and then what's the day-to-day stuff that needs to be done, of course. Now, once you have such a busy schedule, you can even delegate some of that work, uh, which I've seen you do, which I've done plenty of times, delegate it to somebody else who's much better than I am at doing it. Um, I know I'm the least organized person in the world, so I give that kind of stuff to my sister or somebody else to do. And um, once you have that kind of, once your brain starts working that way, it's much easier to find the balance between life and work. And like you said, you're so much more productive when you actually have a balance in your real job. You need it. And sometimes it takes, you learn that the hard way. I learned it the hard way. I was working all the time. Every single day, pretty much from the minute I, I wake up to the minute I go to bed, and that murdered me. I mean, I was not getting anything done. I feel like I was just juggling a lot of, a lot of things, and none of them are sticking. And it was just such a disaster. And that's when like my whole outlook kind of, kind of changed. Right. And I figured maybe I should just pause everything for a little bit, take some time, and then reprioritize and then move forward. So I feel you need that reset button every single week, at least to kind of reset, go out, have fun, do something right. completely out of the ordinary. It's not in your Monday to Friday. You do something completely unrelated to your work. Right, exactly. And for us, it's just going out. Exactly. Because we're I social mean, people by the well, way, we default. do a lot of stuff. I mean, we go out, we, we, we train, train go, to we go to the gym, we do martial arts, we play sports. We do a lot of stuff that's, you know, outside of the realm of business Almost or whatever much. we're doing. Yeah, so we <laughs> do a lot. So every single weekend, it's something completely different, which is a great reset for your mind. It's a great physical shock to your body. It's, it just moves you forward so much better than with, you know. A lot of people who try to do everything all at once and get everything done and this, that, and the other thing, they. One at the thing, end of the day, it really doesn't get much done being that busy. One thing I love about you know, having a since we're both
0: martial artists, right? We can take ourselves from the setting of completely being in charge of everything and running something, and then you go to a martial arts class or a jiu-jitsu class. Getting your class. ass kicked. Yeah. Well, that that's <laughs> awesome. Like that's a, that's a high key underrated thing. Like getting your ass handed to you every single day is one of the most. Humbling experiences, then it just makes you. It really just destroys your ego, you know, little by little, and so you have nothing left, which is awesome. But that's a completely different topic. But one thing I really love about going into a martial arts setting is because is because you become a student again, right? Right. All the responsibilities from your professor giving you this technique. All you have to focus on is just having a good time and you know applying the technique. Absolutely. And it it just makes my mind. uh, I feel so when I'm on the mats, like I'm so clear. All I all I really care about is just like having a good time and like.
1: You know, looking for a submission or something. Right. Like jiu-jitsu. Absolutely. And for anybody out there who hasn't tried martial arts, I think highly recommend. The number one product in the world right now, I feel like the number one commodity to be successful in the future. Put your kids in martial arts. You yourself start doing martial arts. I think it relates to so many um, facets of life. That it's a it's a complete parallel to life. It's it's entirely. It teaches parallel. you discipline.
0: It teaches you motivation. It teaches you how to be tough. It gives you perseverance. It teaches you how to stand up for yourself. Uh, it teaches you how to stand up for others. You can defend yourself. Like there's,
1: there's not one negative thing about martial arts. And there's, most of it is just not physical either. It's not about knowing how to how to beat somebody up. It's not knowing how to be shredded or whatever the case is. It's all mental. It's all on a mental level. I mean, just like you saying, you get, you know, getting you asked every single day in class. That just goes to teach you because you can, you can be a high rank, and still have somebody at a lower rank than you teach you something. It and happens all the time. That, to life and you learn how to become a student in everything that you do which is so important I feel like most people when they become a little successful or they, close, they just hit they a good good luck streak or whatever the case is they think that what they did for that particular moment is the only thing that's going to work taking any kind of advice is not going to help them and that's such a wrong idea to take into any kind of business day, or any kind of venture. the day you stop becoming a student of life is the day you failed I absolutely failed. absolutely you can never think of yourself as a know-it-all or a coach or some type of a business person is going to teach everybody you need to learn everything first, especially being as young as we are we're just getting started i mean we haven't even I scratched have, the surface yet
0: exactly I, I feel like people kind of like gases up maybe not older people but you know people around our age kind of gases up for things that we've done or the things that we're doing but at the end of the day i feel like i haven't accomplished anything
1: right and to us it, it's always going to feel that way regardless of what point in life we get to because we're constantly going to learn i mean I would never want to stop learning. And again, it comes from the martial arts experience. Like I said, I've been doing martial arts since I was three years old. And to this day, there's lower rank um, people out there that kick my ass. And rightfully so. All the time. And rightfully so. That's
0: just It's just, I think the only constant in life is that things are going to evolve or change, right? So that applies to your life. Like you need to constantly grow and evolve as a person. But every other facet of life is always going to evolve. Look, twenty years back, like technology was so much more different than it is now. Now I can record and put a podcast on YouTube, whereas the closest thing you would get to a podcast like twenty years ago is like watching an interview on TV. Right. And now I have my own TV
1: show on YouTube (laughs) or Spotify or whatever it is, (laughs) which is sick, absolutely. And I mean, that that's you, you brought up a good point too, which is everything is constantly evolving, and you can never ever stay where you were when you were successful, right? And you see that all the time in successful companies. Amazon changes every month. they are doing something completely new. Be. Everything completely new. I mean, they'll keep whatever's going for them and they'll look to venture off elsewhere right. and buy another industry or become a, a leader in another completely different industry, industries that we don't even know about. You know they have a contract with the government? Yeah. They store their like, cloud their, their cloud storage for the yeah, government yeah. or something. That's insane, I had no idea. And they've been doing that for years now, and cloud, now a lot of people know. The cloud is
0: such like a big thing now since uh, hardware data or hard device data is uh, becoming outdated. Right. But, Adding on to that, um, you know, the whole growing and changing philosophy. I think what adds on to that is reflecting on how far you came. Absolutely. Because there's some times where I feel like I'm actually being stagnant and I'm not progressing at the rate I want to. Which everyone, I mean, life's really going to dictate how you're going to progress, and the experiences you yes. have are going to dictate how you change as a person. But you're not going to really realize you're changing until you really reflect on how you've been, or the experiences, or the accolades you have. Um, you know, just recently, I, I was just looking at myself. You know, I took a good introspective look at myself to see how far I've come in the past year as a person, spiritually, financially, career-wise, and I, I feel like I wouldn't say I'm in a rut now, but I feel like I'm, you know, I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. But looking back at where I was last year, I'm like, holy crap! Like I'm a completely Whole change. different person. Absolutely. You know, i like, yeah, I had a lot, you know a few things going for me. I was a confident person, um, but now I'm like. If I could like meet myself in person from last year, face to face with
1: me now, it'd be like, I'd laugh at myself, right. you know? And
0: I, right. I constantly want to keep doing that.
1: Absolutely. I, that goes back to what we spoke about in the first place was learning from your problems. When you see a tough issue, you good learn from it and you, you good move good. forward. Yeah. Gucci, got 20 minutes, sweet. But yeah, every time you learn, you move forward. And I mean, you've had a whole year of experience of problems. Yeah. So you, you have to be at a better position than you are, right? You know, than you were before. So if you keep taking that attitude, with you and you have to reflect back on the problems that you had learn from your past learning from your mistakes and also just recognize yourself for the accomplishments you've done because nobody else is gonna do that mind you nobody's gonna you, you have know. to be your number one fan absolutely you have to be right your your worst critic and your number one fan at the same time is, is what you have to do to yourself and I feel
0: like not only us but everyone kind of lacks in that department being your number one fan like you have to before before anyone else gives you praise or believes in you it all starts within you you have to believe in yourself and uh, you know, it's easier said than done. All right, so my camera died and I'm not sure exactly at which point, but I just want to reiterate a great quote that I heard the other day, it's by Thomas Edison. I have not uh, failed a thousand times, but I have found a thousand ways in which do not work. And uh, kind of summing up what we were just speaking about is I think people don't really realize how valuable your failures are, right? And they're so eager to quit after experiencing a few failures instead of letting that encourage them or Uh, you know finding ways to work out of that failure as a solution instead right and in my head I I look at failures as a stepping stone exactly as Thomas Edison is saying you have to see like okay this didn't work out for me now I'm gonna take this path if this path doesn't uh, work out for me I'm gonna take this path and then over time it may not be you know 10 times 100 times a thousand times but eventually you're gonna get to your end destination or your end goal right as long as you keep going and you keep persevering and trying it, what you're trying to succeed at, you're gonna get there eventually. It's really really the only factor here that uh, that it really depends on. Yeah, obviously you have to work, but it's time. And if you can commit your time and just persevere over that entire duration, which you won't know how long it is, you're gonna get there.
1: Right, 100%. And you know, like we were saying before the camera issue, um, you know, you have to you have to learn from your losses. That's the only real way to grow. If, if you were to, start a company today and you were dead broke before and it just automatically takes off in a week and you have millions of dollars now, you're not necessarily going to enjoy that at all. Yeah. I mean, in, in the long term, of course, for the first few months, or first few years, or whatever you have to you go might, through the struggle that really appreciate. If you, it. if you never struggled for that money or you never struggled to really make your your business or whatever you're doing successful, I really don't, I've never been in that position, so I can't speak for myself. But I don't, I don't know if you'll enjoy it as much as if you struggled no, as much as, no. as, as, you know, other people have. And you hear it all the time from successful people. Uh, Steve Jobs, before he passed away, I don't know if you saw that quote or not, but um, he says, you know, when, it, when he was laying in his deathbed, he couldn't pay anybody enough money to give him life or to give him time with his family back or time with his friends or anything. And that was his biggest regret. It was not taking advantage of the time that he had on this earth to actually spend it Right. On things that matter. And he was just so concerned about making more money, innovating this, innovating that, or just building. And I think that's so important as well. But um, I don't know how we went from winning to losing to Steve Jobs. But um,
0: <laughs> Rest in peace to a real one. Yeah. But if, if you really take money out of the equation, would you
1: still do what you're doing today? 100%. I mean, especially, well, take money we out of the be, equation. We would be doing the same things as far as business goes course I have a nine-to-five that I would not be doing when <laughs> it was taken out of the equation but business-wise I mean I think that if you are making an impact in somebody's life I think that's more rewarding a hundred times money. more rewarding that's so much more and re- if you're doing it on your own terms right and you're doing that on you know you're supervised by yourself to make sure that you're striving for greatness because ultimately your product reflects back on yourself so if you're doing it to the best of your ability, the way that you think is going to work for this particular person, you see the end result, which is that person actually being happy with the product and you actually changing a course in their life. I believe that's extremely rewarding, way more rewarding than, than any kind of amount of money that can be brought to you. I mean, just like you said, just from the podcast itself, if you get a few messages saying, wow, that really changed the way I, I looked at life or whatever yeah. the case is, you can't imagine how, how rewarding that is mentally. And there's no money involved person did not Venmo you, you know, no, I, a I dollar don't, for I don't him. I do to this for it, money, right? like, that's, that's what I do it for.
0: Right. Like I want people to reach out to me, I want people so to, to want to hear what I have to say about my newfound perspective or how I, I look at things. That's the entire reason why I do this. Um, you know, I, another thing too is I want people to start doing exactly as I'm saying, like if you could take the money out of the equation, what would you wake up and do? What would make you feel fulfilled? And one, I think people are a little bit lost as to figuring out what they really want to do. Right. And two, they're not doing it. You know, and the only way you're gonna know what you really want to do in life is if you try. You try a bunch of things. And I think it comes down to your core beliefs of what you find true to yourself. Right. With me, what really makes me feel good is like I like making people feel good about themselves. So I, I wanna help them look at life in a better way so it's mo- more manageable for them. I wanna make people laugh by making like stupid videos. Like I wanna inspire people by you know, doing cool photo shoots or you know being in commercials or stuff that people think is like, interesting. You know, that's just who I am at, at the core of my being. And um, you know, I I have like a a bunch of different pathways as to how I can accomplish that. But you know, I would if money wasn't an issue, I would wake up and do the same thing I'm doing every single day. Right. And at the end of the day, like this is what I want to do. And I just want to be around like my best friends and my family.
1: That's it. Absolutely. That's and really it. it. And you see people doing that that are extremely successful. You know, they're doing exactly what they love to do. Right. And they're extremely successful and they all blame it on loving the process and loving what they actually do. They all blame the success on actually loving what they do. They say, if you don't love it, you're not going to be successful doing it. So and it's very true. I mean, man, I was going to bring up a point that completely slipped my mind. But look at jujitsu, right? right? So,
0: I literally walk into a two-hour class every day just to have my limbs overextended or me almost strangled unconscious. Right. A normal person would be like, hmm, you know, m- maybe this isn't 11. for me and I should probably just go home. Yeah. But no, I show up every single day because I love it. Right. And if you don't truly love something like that, what's well, going to make you, you know, want to go through constant joint
1: damage or <laughs> right. being I mean, put to sleep when you believe me, want it's, to? It's very difficult in both aspects, um, you know, coming into something new, of course, especially if you're, if you already have a job, and hate it or love it, but you're making some money. You're not really enjoying your day to day. It's extremely difficult to get out of and do, start your own thing where you enjoy doing it, and you're expected to make money or whatever the case is. It's one of the hardest things to do. You know, a lot of people talk about it all the time, especially when I was coming up. That's another piece of advice that I keep hearing: just start, just start. You know, if you love it, you're going to be successful. Blah blah blah. But to actually put that into perspective, into your own personal life, and just kind of, you know. Or, or, or foreseeing what could actually happen if I stopped everything I'm doing now and I proceed forward doing what I love to do and somehow find a way to make that lucrative for myself. It's extremely frightening. It's an extremely frightening thing because you're kind of looking into the dark. You don't know what's going to happen. However, I think it just takes that first step to realize that it's not... It, as hard as, as it may seem in you know previous, but it's not as hard as, as you thought it was going to be because right. you just take take things one step at a time until eventually, like you said, you would look back on that one year or that one month of the progress that you've made and you realize that that was as, as hard as you expected. You know, right. so you just put in a little bit more effort It's just putting in tunnel time. vision
0: to what you truly love. Right. And uh, another, I'm having a lot of realizations this year. <laughs> another thing I realized is I, I feel like love, that is the single most great uh, motivation in life, yeah. right? Because we all strive to be loved and as a result, like I feel like my purpose is helping people, so I want to spread my love to others. Right. Like, I, I want people to have this positive outlook. I want people to interact, human beings, with all love. Like, I, I, why? I don't understand why there's like negative emotions in this world. Neither you
1: know? do I. Well, I I, yeah.
0: I understand it more now. It's because people feel a certain way and they project it onto others. But if you can eliminate that and you really uh, dedicate yourself to serving and loving other people, life really opens up. You know, I I want to help people. I want to inspire people. It's because I love other people. Right. If I didn't. If I didn't love you, or if I didn't love my friends and my family, why would I, why would I bother like striving to be a successful person where I can right. have money and give us all these experiences and you know make sure that our kids, our gener- our grandkids are like having a good time. Right. You know, that's truly what I want. If I ever, you know, come into a large sum of money, I'm gonna spend it on my family.
1: Right. Like hundred I,
0: I want to make sure my grandkids, grandkids are good.
1: Right. No, hundred. That's a really good way to look at it. And you're right. You know, love it's the drives- greatest motivation. Absolutely, it drives everything. I feel. I mean. Think you, about
0: think about when you're when you start talking to someone new, and like and you like kind of like low key fall in
1: love. How much more driven are you than when you're just alone and single? You're so much more driven. I mean, it it, it doesn't matter again, gender-wise or even romantically. It could just be somebody that you really yeah. It doesn't even have to have be a connection-wise, right? It, it could be somebody that you have a connection with. It could be a family member, whatever the case is. That just drives you so much more to do better. Exactly. If we ever became business partners, which we should probably one day. It we will happen. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. <laughs> we we just got to find a product. We don't know it we yet. We just keep
0: like constantly pushing each other so much, Absolutely. just because of the relationship we have with each other. I
1: mean, just when I, I feel like both of us, when we started seeing a little bit of success in both our companies, or a lot of success in our companies, was when we first met. Just because we kind of indirectly motivated each other to do better. Right. I mean, you know, you were helping me with my business. I was helping you with yours. You know, doing photo shoots, doing a bunch of you know training people. We were doing so much for each other that. It just motivated us to do even better right. and want us to, each other You to have see to want your to circle to win. Right. You you have absolutely. Otherwise, so, you're with the wrong circle. hundred percent. And just new perspectives. I mean, you learn so much more from other people's perspective because, you know, you, you can only look at things in so many different angles before somebody else can come in and look at it at a completely different angle that you've never seen before. And once you have somebody like that, that's the only real way to wholesomely, you know, uh, build up and be successful. But um, no, going back to love, though, that's such an important thing to bring up. I mean, when you start believing in somebody or you start re- to love somebody, I-, I feel like it just pushes you to really accomplish so much more than when you don't necessarily have anybody to work for, right? Besides yourself or whatever the case is. Right. So, definitely an important aspect. Yeah, man. Um,
0: yeah, being in love is a great thing. It is.
1: <laughs> Let's see what you thought. Ups and well. downs.
0: Got like 15 minutes if we wanna like wrap up on. Actually, two bars of battery, you probably got like 10 minutes.
1: Alright, what should we wrap up on? Let's talk about love. Let's, Let's talk about ta- love, baby. Let's talk about what people want to see.
0: Which is what? You got you got 10 minutes of bullshit time.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> so how's your love life been, man? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I thought that's what people wanted to hear about. <laughs> no. How's your love life going? <laughs> it's non-existent. Same. <laughs>
1: We're gonna All crop right. that out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the time. Um, no, but I feel like we definitely got to do a lot more videos. Video, take,
0: I'm telling you, dude, visuals is everything for us. Yeah. So we gotta
1: take, we gotta take people's recommendations. Remember when we made that
0: Google Doc and just never executed on it? Yeah, I know. We should probably do that. Probably get on that, get on the ball <laughs> we'll today. Get on that today. Maybe we can get some done today. Mike. I'll be done. Ah, uh, what's Mike doing? He's hitting me up, asking where we are. <laughs> is this still recording? Yeah. What do you want to wrap up on? What uh, do you want to wrap it up? The saran wrap. What do you want to wrap it up? Saran wrap.
1: On? What do you want to saran wrap it up with? Um, I feel like if you if you are looking to pursue something that you, you feel like you should, I think that's that's an excellent sign for you to start doing it. Like like I said, you know, once you step into the darkness, into the abyss, it's super scary, of course, in the beginning. I think really the first step comes down to just jumping and overcoming right. fear. You have to take that first step. I mean, just take the first step, and you'll you'll find out how everything has steps that you got to take and they become so clear to you and once your mind starts to work that way and putting everything into steps into prioritizing different things what needs to be done first what needs to be done second once you realize that which it doesn't take long once you the take first that initial step can jump, literally
0: be anything you just need to take the step right whether it's with a job whether if it's you want to start recording yourself on YouTube whether you want to slide into your cute trainer at Orange Theory's DMs
1: like just go, go after it like, <laughs> what do you have to lose Nothing, absolutely nothing. You have everything to gain. I mean, if worst case scenario, if you have a nine to five now that you're working, you don't want to lose your job. However, you don't like it and you start your own company or whatever the case is, you jump in head first and it's super scary. Of course, it's going to be scary again. However, all that all, all that shows in your professional resume is that you took a chance and people love to see that. So even if you, know, you always can't find the any kind of success in your own business and you go back to a nine to five, you're more than likely to be hired again. Especially at this, is, this is age better. too,
0: like the 20s, the, t- the 20s are your time so to just discover crucial. what you want to do. They're so
1: crucial. You have
0: to really like cruise around and navigate to really find how you're going to set yourself up. For the re- I wouldn't say like, you know, not long term, but maybe even like short term, like five to 10 years. Like you could be setting yourself up for then, but you're not going to know unless you try. Right. You know, and, and your 20s are really the time to do that. Absolutely. You don't have any baggage. Absolutely. You don't have a family unless you do, which is not a terrible thing to yeah. have, but you know, you don't really have all these huge
1: responsibilities in life yet. And the responsibilities you do have now, use that as motivation. I mean, whatever responsibilities that you're committed to right now, use that as motivation to to be able to find yourself more success doing something that you want to do and freeing up your own personal time to spend time with the people you love. Time is everything. That's what it comes down to. That's why everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, I feel. It frees up so much time. That's the number one commodity in the world is time that you can't buy. And being an entrepreneur gives you that freedom to do whatever you want. It's kind of it's funny
0: how you have to work relentless hours to be an entrepreneur, but at the same time you're working towards freeing up your time, but then you end up having no time, and then you end up being Steve Jobs, and you look back and you realize that you wish you spent more time doing things that matter. It's mattered.
1: counterintuitive, but I mean, if, if you stick you need, to the game plan... Of, you need to find the balance. Right. Stick to a game plan, too. Plan out a time, a time, uh, time frame for your life. You know? Make it short term, make it long term. One year from now, this is where I want to be three years from now. This is where I want to be ten years from now. I want to be able to sell this company and do this, or I want to be able to be financially free enough for me to be free at age 35, for example, and retire completely. I find that kind of like a double-edged
0: sword too. It is a double-edged sword, absolutely. Setting long-term goals, because at the same time, I feel like life just throws you so many unexpected things. Of course. There's so many, I feel like life is like 99% uncontrollable things, 1% you're in control of your body, right? Exactly. Uh, This is a completely new topic, but You know, I feel like you really just have to go with the flow of life and maximize whatever life throws at
1: you. Absolutely. But, I mean, organization is still extremely important. So, well, yeah, I'm not saying being well. No, absolutely right. But having a long-term plan, for example, if you want to see yourself in five years accomplish something, that means you have a set amount to accomplish every single year. And you break every single year down into months. So you have a certain thing to accomplish every month. And you break that down into weekly and then into daily and you know exactly what needs to be accomplished on a daily basis like we said before no two days are ever the same but you still have to stay focused to accomplish your to-do list while addressing the other problems that pop up so i all think right. it's a good uh, it's a good way to wrap it up
0: we just wrapped up the saran wrap that's right more will come hopefully all right guys thank you all for tuning in
1: and uh that's a wrap you like that, fucking like that bitch.